Welcome to the King's Cast, dynamic teaching recorded live at King's Church in Cambridge, England. We hope you are blessed and challenged by listening to the ministry today. And now, here's the broadcast. I had a friend, I, I still have friends, but I had a particular friend, and we used to hang out together like geezers. And I don't know what it was. He always used to get the girls. I, this is a familiar story, actually, for me. But everywhere we went, he was always, he was like the Fonz. I guess some of you don't know who that is. Danny Zuko. Oh, no. Um, anyway, he was really cool. And we used to hang out together. And he would drive me. I couldn't drive then. He used to drive me around in his, in his car. And we just used to go places, drink coffee. We were, we were Christians, you know. And I was beginning to preach. So I wasn't like a back row Christian. Uh, I was involved a bit in the church. I was beginning to preach. And then one night, I think it's, we're going back to the, like 1995, something like that. I remember one night, God touched me. I was living at, at home. I was in that little room in my parents' house. And God touched me just in my bedroom. Nowhere near church. I think I was, I know I was listening to something Christian, a video. And God touched me and an incredible holy hunger came upon me. And the following night, I went to church, and I don't, I don't always talk in these terms, and I don't want to sound sensational. Sometimes I think when people talk about the anointing, they really mean adrenaline, and it is hard sometimes to tell the difference. But I remember that was a Tuesday night, and Wednesday night was uh, like, like a midweek fellowship, and it was one of those, now I'm going to say something, I hope it doesn't offend I, I, I really hope it doesn't offend. But it was missionary night. And when I was growing up, you know, when I was younger as a Christian, missionary night usually meant a guy came along and showed slides for a long time. And um, so I remember going along to that and there was a missionary there about to show slides. And this incredible, I've, by the way, I've never, ever told this story in public before. I walked into that venue. I wasn't in charge. I wasn't holding a microphone. I wasn't going to say anything. I was probably on the overhead projector. And as I came into that venue, there was such a something had happened to me in my bedroom the night before. And as I walked into the venue and the worship began, the meeting suddenly got taken over by the Holy Spirit. And there was a guy at the front, it was one of those, these are old-fashioned days, but a guy with a squeeze box, you know, and uh, what do they call it, you know, a piano accordion? You know, like this. And... Uh, 
Suddenly, everyone in the church began charging forward um, to the front. And they fell on their faces. They cried out to God. This incredible hunger spread throughout the whole room. Now, I'm not taking any credit for it because I, the night before, I was just in my bedroom. But suddenly, everyone had this great yearning for God. And I remember me and the Fonz, we went and got in the car and suddenly he turned to me and he said this, what have we been doing all our lives? Going around, having fun, being Christians, but without that deep hunger for God. And all of a sudden, his car, instead of being a, a place for us to chat and have, you know, just idle chat, you know, talk about football or whatever, his car suddenly became church. And we started having church in his car. And we cried out to God. I, I can see us now. It's like 1 a.m. in the morning. Just calling out to God in this car. Hunger. God has designed us to be hungry for him. So here's my question, and I'm going to try and answer it. Why aren't we? We have the same Holy Spirit that they had in the Bible, yes. We have the same Bible that they had in the Bible, yes. Our lives are not quite as dangerous as they had in the Bible. It's not illegal to cry out to God in the UK, at least not yet. So why aren't we hungry? Why not? And here's the bad news. I don't know, but here's one answer. Here's an answer. We're not hungry spiritually exactly the same as why Sometimes we're not hungry naturally because we are already full. But the problem is we're not full of God. We are full of other things. A few years ago, a fellow pastor in this city he said, I want you to come to my home. He said, I'd, I'd love it. And he was from India. And he said, I'll, I'll make some lunch for you. How many know that? Yeah, that sounds good. I'm going to go and have an Indian meal and it's not going to cost 25 pounds. <laughs> so I arrived in his home. And he's a good, good brother. And he, for a while, his church used this venue, actually. Uh, 
If you look on your seat, you might find a little bit of curry, and that's what they left behind one day. But I remember we went to his home. In fact, I went alone. But when I walked in, I got a shock because he was expecting about 20 people, so it seemed. Because the table was just, it was like one of those Indian buffets. The Indian buffet didn't exist in those days, but it's like an Indian buffet, a whole table full of stuff. So I thought, oh, other people are coming. No, they weren't. <laughs> What's this? Are you, are you eating with me? Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm not eating. This is for you. And I looked at it, at all the chickens that had died for me and uh, uh, fishes' heads looking at me in a kind of a you killed me type way. One, I don't know, some creatures I have never seen were there. But they were dead and cooked and there. Apologies to any vegetarians here. So I said to her, this is all for me? Oh, yes. I thought, what sort of reputation do, do I have in this city? So I thought, well, I'll fill my plate, keep him happy. And I feel, oh my goodness, me. There's a scene in a movie called Close Encounters where a guy keeps putting potato on his plate and he builds a tower. And it was like that. Except it was full of chickens and fish like we were winking at me. And, uh, and so I thought, well, I don't know how I'm going to eat it. So when I think, how am I going to eat? I think the best thing is to eat quickly. <laughs> because some of the stuff on the plate was a, bu- it was a little bit like a bush took a trial. I thought... I, I don't know what part of the animal this was from. So I'm going to eat this quickly. So I woofed back this food. I mean, I ate it as fast as I could. To the delight of my host. Who then grabbed a giant spoon. And started refilling the plate. Anyway, I left there. Wow. Wow. Oh, I mean, it was fantastic. Really, really good. And if you want his address afterwards, <laughs> I'll sell it to you. And I came out of there, and I mean, whoa, you know, trying to get in the car now. And as I'm getting in, I've set off the, you know, the crash things. <laughs> I just... You know, when you just eat and you think, my, I am going to die. <laughs> but I remembered I was, um, some folks had asked me around their home later that day. And I didn't have time, so I better go straight there. So I went straight there. And then I arrived and, I don't know, they, I, it seemed like, I thought it was just, it seemed like they were expecting 20, 20 people because, uh, there was food all, all around the room, on tables, pots and tubs of, uh, of food. So I said, well, who, who else is coming? No, no. And in fact, I, I tell you, there, w- there were some others there. But I didn't know I was going to another food night. And I was thinking, really, I, I've just had a narrow escape with death, and now I'm going to have to... <laughs> Eat this. I'm going to cause so much offense 
If I say, oh, no, no, I'm not going to eat. They killed the fattened calf for me in there, you know. So I thought, well, I better eat. So I'm going to take in the smallest amount. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm watching my figure. They're looking at me and going, you're 30 stone. Watching your figure. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just watching my figure, you know. I'm training for the Olympics. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, this is just a fat suit. So I'm putting stuff on the, on the plate here. And, uh, and the food was amazing. But I couldn't eat it. I certainly couldn't enjoy it. Why? Because I was already full. Well, it's a simple story. It's a very true story. But I wonder if that story is in some way repeated in our spiritual lives too. Why is it that if you snack all day at rubbish... You'll arrive home and you, there might be a wonderful meal waiting for you or you might be going out or what, you might make yourself something but it's not attractive to you. So let's understand one thing. It is not the quality of the food that determines whether or not we can enjoy it sometimes. It's whether we are hungry for it that determines our enjoyment. I've enjoyed all sorts of things, haven't you? You might be absolutely starving. And you walk in and there's a rich tea biscuit. It's like, whoa, this is like a meal to me. Because you're so hungry. Why aren't we hungry for God? What's gone wrong? Well, I think one of the answers is this. That we're all ready full. We ate already. But we didn't eat from God. We ate from something else. And so now, while the Holy Spirit comes with a menu of the finest of stuff, his presence, his purpose, his love and his power. We glance at the menu and go, you know what? I think I'll just have a bread roll. Not because the restaurant of heaven is poor, but because we snuck a McDonald's on the way to the heavenly restaurant. With all due respect to McDonald's. <laughs> I want to ask you this. What feeds you? What are you feeding on? Because no one walks around with a spiritual or mental or emotional empty tummy. No, no, we, we, we fill ourselves. We fill our minds we fill our emotion, our emotional state. Some fill their spiritual need. And it's possible to do. But it leaves you feeling, maybe not empty, but ill. 
Maybe not starving, but too full of stuff that you shouldn't have taken. The Holy Spirit is hovering over our church at this time. But he has to have room. He must have room or he cannot come in the way he would like to come. There must be room and there must be hunger. I want to say something that I hope you remember forever. In spiritual terms, it's not always important to be full. But it's always important to be hungry. Have you really experienced all of God that you would like? I haven't. This is a, a great church and Cambridge is a city of great churches. There are great churches all across our city. They really are. Where the Spirit of God is moving and hovering and speaking. We are just one of them. But we are one of the great churches and God wants to do great things here. But there must be room And when we sing songs like, you are Lord in this place. It's not just about God being Lord in this place, but it's about him being Lord in this place. One young man said to me one time, he said, you talk about being hungry for God. He said, but I'm just not. What can I do? That's a good question, isn't it? I would like to be hungry for God, but I'm just not. What can I do? Well, there are two things we can do. Number one, we can pray hunger down on us. If I am not hungry for God, then I should pray that I am. Because blessed are those who hunger and thirst. The Bible talks about God pouring out water. But on nearly every occasion, you check this out, if you don't believe me, on nearly every occasion, I will pour out water on those that are thirsty. And we are under the spout where the glory comes out. But it's our thirst that turns the heavenly tap. It's our hunger that releases the heavenly manna into our soul. It's not our theology. It's not our songs. It's not our style. It's our hunger. I will pour out water on the thirsty land. Where, oh where, oh where is the thirsty land?
And I want us to say as a church family together, Here Lord, we are a thirsty land. We love our church. There's so many uh, gifts and good things that God has placed among us. I am not pulling down what we are about. But there's got to be more than this. There's got to be more than what you've got. There's got to be something in God so much more than you've experienced yet. We say, Lord, we are hungry for, we're not hungry for experiences. We're not hungry for exposure. We're not hungry for sensationalism. But we are hungry for the Holy Spirit. I want to challenge you today. In a moment, we're going to gather and worship again. But I've got a question for you. What have you been eating? What's your diet? And I don't mean what was your breakfast and what are you planning to do for the rest of the day. But what's your emotional, mental, spiritual diet? What's going in you? What are you consuming that is in fact filling you up but making you ill? Taking away your hunger for the things of God. Maybe that's why God in all his wisdom told us to fast things. You ever looked at the Bible and wondered, God, what are you doing? Taking away my breakfast? How's that going to help me? If I don't have breakfast, Lord, I'm as grumpy as a grump. And every now and then God wants to sit down with us and say, take away the stuff. Maybe you need a digital detox. You don't really need to know what your friend is doing in Swindon all the time, do you? Oh, I better look up. See, see what he's doing. Oh, he's crossed the road. Yeah, that's Facebook. Let's see what he says on Twitter. Oh, no, it's the same. Oh no, it says here he's feeling, he's feeling good. Oh, I'm so pleased. What's filling you up? And is it making you healthy or ill? Everything in moderation. There's nothing wrong with watching the England-Holland game. Apart from the last one minute of the game. There's nothing wrong with enjoying music. There's nothing wrong with being entertained. But what is its place in your life? So I ask you today. Are you hungry for God? And if you're not, are you not hungry for God because you're already full? Have you had a meal already? 
And has church become for you a drive-through experience? Oh God, make us hungry for you. Thank you for listening and we trust that the Word of God has inspired you today. For further information about King's Church or to access our large archive of other recordings, go to www.kingscambridge.org. If you're listening on iTunes, we would love you to leave us some feedback. God bless and goodbye.